Blog Talk Radio. Um, 
and it was uh, the Howdy Doody theme song. And I said, it's Howdy Doody time. It's Howdy Doody. It was very popular. Well, it's not Howdy Doody time. But do y'all know what time it is? Fucking football time, bro. That's what time it is. Time? No. It's perfect time, motherfuckers. <laughs> what? Perfect, baby. Did y'all see that motherfucking Saturday night? Yeah, yeah buddy. Touchdown, kickoff return, and a punt return. Man. Wait, wait, wait. Y'all been living in a cave? Come on now. Come no, on, I was watching a train. fight, so I didn't see it. That fight was later at night. This was this was this was like this was like eleven o'clock. The fight wasn't until three o'clock in the morning. Especially out your way. Probably was five o'clock in the morning out so <laughs> Just saying. You do know I'm three hours behind, right? <laughs> I absolutely know. I, I, every time we start the show at nine o'clock, it reminds me. Uh, I'm sitting over here ready to go to sleep, like. Yeah, I'm old shit. I mean, you know, ah, shit, I gotta, I gotta get up. Shit. Give me a cup of coffee. Shit. The fuck, man? I do this damn show. All right, here we go. Uh, all right. We'll get to, we'll get to turfing in a, in a bit. So, Frank, I don't know. If, are you prepared right now to do the fantasy draft? I am, man. Start with the fantasy draft. Let's get that over with, so to speak. Get that out of the way. Um, okay. So, hey. Show is yours. Dr. Train doing the EAFL fantasy football draft. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Let me pull up my screen here so I can, um, where the heck, manage. I need to put in the picks at the same time that I'm doing this. So, Are you in the position to document this, or you want one of us to? Yeah. So that's what, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, going to the, I'm going to the site to edit draft order. So as I pull the names and, and names, well, so wait a minute. I don't recognize that name. Who the fuck is King Cobras? Who changed their that's, shit? That's, he was there last year. He joined us last year. That's my, my buddy. Wait, who did he replace? Oh, I don't remember who he replaced, but he, he played last season, too. Okay, well, he'll be the other name that I pulled. <laughs> I don't remember who. I was, I was jotting down the name. I just called, oh, he replaced Bama. Damn. He replaced the legend. Can't be fucking kidding me. Hmm. Well, he's okay. claiming he's going to be the legend. Well, really? How did he do last year? I, I don't know, but he he, I, 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 he joined our league and Bronzo's league. He won Bronzo's league last year. Well, he went ours, so he can't be a legend over here. No, he, yeah, I'll just tell you what he said. I and he, and he, he will listen to the show. He's probably not listening live. But he will listen, so you know. By all means, by all means, talk all the shit. Well, if he is listening, King Cobra, you got a long ways where you be a legend over here. It's EAFL, God, okay? Go. Yeah, we was born right after Madden, somewhere kind of. Did I tell you he was? <laughs> he was. A Bears fan? Did you say he was what? Bears fan. Oh, oh man, hey, bro, you good with me, man? <laughs> you no know, good look to you. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I'm lying my ass off. He's actually a Steelers fan. So there you go, K-Star. Oh, then we really can't. Yeah, we good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you just went <laughs> highs and lows. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so what I did, I'm not going to pull. I, I 
went through this whole trouble of doing writing down names and numbers, and I was like, you know what? That's dumb because that's just more shit in the pool. So yeah, that only had needed to be done if you and I were doing it together, but right. So now that I'm doing it, I just put a bunch of names in the bucket, and so you guys help decide. You know, either when I pull names, I go bottom up or top bottom, which means that bottom up. Bottom up. So that means the first name that I pull will be fourteen. Fourteen. There you go. That's what I. Think. And the last name will get the first pick. That's what I. Think. Yep, what do you guys think? Suspense. You guys like that? Suspense. That's what we're going with. Suspense should fall on who gets the number one pick. Yes. You said it depends who gets the number. It depends what? No, no, no. Suspense will fall to see who. Oh, the suspense. Pick. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, let's see if I can pull something spectacular. Fourteen. All right. So, <laughs> this is your 2022-23 EFL fantasy football draft order. Brought to you by Orgain, Organic Protein. You can find it at your local Costco's. Make sure hey, you man, pick up chocolate us, peanut butter. Hey, what? they giving us some money for that ad? No, I always do this. Does <laughs> your family own that company? Does your family own that company? T, what do you want? I, I'm just saying, if your family owns the company, you're good. If not, fuck them. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Y'all see how he's dumping on my stuff just because he's the host? This is <laughs> this is why I send in videos of this shit. No one can stop me. <laughs> anyway, here on TMV, let's get started. So, the last pick <laughs> of the 2022 EAFL Fantasy Football Draft goes to Brooklyn Will. Yeah, he's already there. I ain't even got to move his name. <laughs> Fastball. Fastball, man. Woo. Pick number 13 goes to... Come on, papers, break up now. Break up. Separate. Shot West Side Thunder. Good friend of mine. Here we go. Pick number 12. Goes to the Run It Up Squad. Oh, he's already there. All right. The next pick goes to ah, King Cobras, a.k.a. the Bama's Replacement. Dilly dilly. <laughs> but you are not a legend, son. You are not a legend. <laughs> okay. Next pick, number 10, goes to our very own WSC. What's that? You <laughs> not a bad spot. Congrats, 10 is, you know, it's in there. You know, not too many picks go either way. You kind of, you know. You can set yeah. shit up. All right. Number nine goes to uh, our very own something spectacular. Bruh. Damn. All right. Yeah, he's something all right. 
All right. For the third straight year and hoping for the best this time. Yeah, good luck with that. So next pick goes to (laughs) yours truly, Monsters of the Midway sits at number eight. God damn, three in a row. All three of them. I like that. I've been begging for the middle for years. Years. All right. Pick number seven goes to. Damn it, I don't like this guy, but I'm a fan of his. Freaking Pimmer. <laughs> Fucking Plato. Man, can he? Freaking running back hoarder. Hope yep. he hears that. Hide your wife, hide your kids, and especially hide your running backs. Next Hell week yeah. goes to Bad Boys. Bad Boys, bad, bad Boys. Bad. What you gonna do? Okay, guys, sorry. Hey, I like it. I like it. Especially when you get to the part where you can't say the words. <laughs> I just shut up because I don't want to. I'm, not, I'm trying not to hold you up. <laughs> All right. Pick number five goes to a our truly very own Commissioner T, a.k.a. Krypton. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Yes, sir. All right. So with four picks remaining, we have North Memphis, Two-Tone Blue, Jerry's Kid, and Little Giants still trying to find out where they spots at. And number four goes to North Memphis. Hey, I won the first AFL Madden season against that guy. I, I had tacos. Heading to Miami. Follow the game on my my trio trio phone. Look the, look that up. My trio six hundred. Look that phone up. Jesus, bro. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next pick, number three goes to Jerry's kids. He might be happy with that one. All right, guys. Here's down to pick number one. Pick number two. Is it two tone blue? Is it Little Giants? Little Giants a pain in the ass. That dude's good, too. Man. Damn it. He's another one. Yep. Yeah. No. So, jump roll, please. Actually, actually. Number two goes to Two-Tone Blue, which means the number one pick goes to fucking Little Giants. God damn. Damn it. Okay, that's a, that's a, that's he won last that's week. He's in the finals. <sighs> yeah. He's very good. And he's, you know, yeah. so Little Giants, Fastball, Timmer, Memphis, me, Train. I might be missing somebody. We're all in the EAFL <laughs> Madden League together. Yeah. And, and all of us started with other guys that aren't here anymore, but started the uh, fantasy football. So we still got five or six guys from the very beginning. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Yes, we do. So recap you guys real quickly, going from number one down to 14. Well, let's go backwards. 14 to one, 
Brooks and Will comes in the end with number 14. Shy Westside Tumber at 13. The run-up squad at 12. King Cobras, the new Bama, but not the new legend, is number 11. WSC at 10, something spectacular, trying to do repeats and stuff like that. He is something. Then number nine, yours truly, Monsters of Midway at eight. Pimmer, the running back, Stiller at seven. Bad Boys at six. Our very own Commissioner T, a.k.a. Krypton at five. North Memphis at four. Jerry Kids at three. Two-Tone Blue at two. And our other legend, Little Giants, at pick number one. That is your EAFL 2022 Fantasy Football Draft Order. Good luck. I have just one thing to say. No sense, that's what you got. I mean, Vince McMahon ain't going to probably ever use that again, so he's giving me permission. And, uh, yeah, no chance, guys. This is my season. Okay? Just letting you know now. And uh, I know this guy's going to have a lot. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I've got the look. That drives the go while I've got the mood. Very own K Star's theme song. You know, I know he gonna have a lot go. to say. You know, goddamn right. But then there's this other guy who might want to sneak in and try to do Around. I ain't, I'm coming for it this year. It's been too damn long since I done won. 
been too close since the last time I won. I'm coming for it. God hey, man. Two straight finals. I just need CMC to be healthy one time. We did one, two of the last three. Let's go. Yeah. So before we move on from football, <laughs> does anybody have anything they would like to share? I, I know this is always difficult because we play against each other. Many of us are also in other leagues, and so it's always tough to try to talk tips because you don't want to tip off your opponent. You know, you, you got a dark horse you're looking at. Um, um, but that said, is there any is there any anything anybody would like to share? Uh, I'll just say that positional scarcity in terms of the truly elite players at positions like tight end, um, even running back if you're fortunate enough to get a healthy CMC or a Cooper Cup. Like positional scarcity is very important, especially at tight end. Um, tight ends are really important, especially if you're in a damn 12 or 14 team league. The gap between a Travis Kelsey and, I don't know, a Noah Fant is pretty large, you know. And same thing with elite running back. So, I mean, it should be no shock to anyone that you want to target uh, the elite players at those sort of positions, um, especially the bigger the league, the larger the gap in uh, skill and points that player will possess over the field. Uh, that is your league mate. So, you know, positional scarcity, certainly a thing. Um, and make sure you target targets. Is your tip to target elite players? <laughs> I, was, yeah, I, was trying, I was trying to figure out, are you sharing a tip when you just stay fat? It's both. It's both. It's both, right? So, for example, for example, Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, Kyle Pitts, and then there's a huge gap, right? Maybe you want to target those guys earlier than you would in previous years, especially in the larger leagues, because they've had a huge advantage over the rest of the tight end field. If you can get a good advantage there, then maybe you can backfill that position elsewhere at running back by an injury and you get lucky through a waiver wire or something to that effect. But, um, yeah, that and make sure you target target. Obviously, that's really important. I, 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 I will give a not-so-obvious tip um, and one that won't, won't affect my game at all. Um, but the, the, the people that I've seen, not only myself when I've won, but other players, that have been dominant in fantasy football, they are all over the waiver wire. There you go. And I've had years where I just haven't had the time to invest in in fantasy football, and it showed. I didn't do well. And then I've had years where I've had time to invest and really research and try to find that sleeper player and all that. And it really is. I've seen the difference. The waiver wire. So you want to be, you want to be, you know, hey, K-Star is not wrong, but sorry, K-Star, it's kind of obvious, right? I mean, if you can get Travis Kelsey, if you can get, you know, Tyreek Hill, if you can get well, Devontae Adams, these are, these are mega players that you're going to want to try to get. But Yeah, they combine our concepts and you have good advice. Combine our What's concepts that? and you have good advice, right? If they combine our concepts, we just felt there and you have good advice, right? So, for example, if you were to get a Kelsey and you're worried about passing on a top running back, well, make sure you're working the waiver wires really, really strongly and trying to get those backfields um, that have a really good backup because all it takes is an injury for you for you to be in the. Hold on. You had your shot. Hey, I want to make my. 
you had your shot. I said, do anyone want to give it? Pick elite players. Make sure you, because there's such a gap, pick elite players. Then I say, do the waiver while train gives it a, a, a affirmation. And here you go. Well, I think if you combine the two, that's my, you know what, okay, K-Star, at least you're consistent. At least you are consistent. <laughs> um, but just to finish my thought, and K-Star was trying to steal it, but he's right, though. You know, is he, is, we're all going to target the top 50 players, right? But then what happens? You know, what happens in the later rounds and, and then in the draft, right? And then what happens, you know, when bye weeks start to happen and injuries start to kick in and, you know, you, 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 you know certain players, just talk about one that he just mentioned, Christian McCaffrey, been kind of injury prone. Aquan Barkley, been kind of injury prone. These are elite players in their peak, in their prime. They're also injury prone. So who do you got backing them up? Who do you got backing up their backup? Because you know what? You're probably second running back ain't going to be all that good. So are you watching the wave around? That's all I can say. And like I said, I'm, I'm saying this to myself more than anything else to be better about the waiver wire, and I wasn't last year. But this year, I'm letting y'all know now. I don't even wear glasses, and I'm going to put some glasses on to watch the waiver wire, okay? I'm just saying. But all that. Well, I'll just – I'll say I, I hear what you're saying, K-Star, but like any, any, any deep lead, if you – if you can't get Kelsey, that means you got stronger somewhere else. So that's where that's kind of where that that's that, that's always a trade off. Either you're going to go for Kelsey early, 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 earlier, or you're going to get someone else. It's not really. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It sounds more like a more like a fact. I'll the tip I will offer uh, something something that I I use and I, I think it's it's maybe sort of obvious to some people. Some people may not. It's um. Uh, one thing I look at is bye weeks. So uh, a lot of times just making sure you have a consistent roster throughout throughout the season. You're not, you're not, got, you know, you're not suffering in, in any given bye week is a, a good way to kind of set up your squad. That's one thing I look at. All right. All right. Well, I've got a draft Thursday night. <sighs> want to do that really Thursday night and then <laughs> our, uh, Sunday afternoon right right train that's right okay yes we are Sunday Sunday 12 o'clock your time through like my time is that right yup deadline for keepers deadline for keepers is Friday okay all right get them Here locked now I'm trying to I'm trying to find that setting that I always lose every time. <laughs> it's like, like where's that setting again so I can move shit around? <laughs> uh, yep, football is back. All right. Um, Madden 23 has the Dallas Cowboys going to the NFC Championship game, losing to the Saints, and going 12-5 and five in a regular season. I want to ask our resident Madden expert, should Cowboy fans be excited about the prediction? Now, this happens every year. Sports runs a Madden simulation in partnership with ESPN, and then they announce the results. I don't have any history of how accurate these results are. I got, I got nothing. I didn't do that much homework because 
kind of didn't really care because what difference does it make, right? You know, it, you know, they, 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 you know, stats sometimes to me are useless. Oh, so if you start off the season zero and two, you got a twelve percent chance of making the playoffs. So does that mean stop playing? <laughs> like really? Like none of those other teams have anything to do with anything playing this year. So it's kind of a stupid stat. So, um, so that's why I didn't look it up because I kind of felt like it didn't really matter. But that said. I'm gonna ask K Star, like, what, 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 what is your viewpoint of the, the Madden simulation and how um, accurate it could be as far as predicting the results of the season? Uh, I mean, I don't think it's probably very accurate. Um, like you, I haven't looked in the past to see if it's actually been even, you know, within proximity of some of the teams that are in the championship game. I might actually go check just because I'm interested, but I imagine it's pretty low. I mean, you know, I don't know if the game factors injuries throughout the season in their simulation. Um, obviously, that always turns the landscape of the NFL. Um, and also, I mean, how, hey, you know, I just good looked, is the I just looked so. up. It, it, it's, got, it's got the Saints and the Steelers in the Super Bowl. Oh, that's definitely accurate. I think the EA Sports does a great <laughs> job of putting together projections. <laughs> Um, they are the they're the way for the future, and uh, we shouldn't even ask questions about it. We should accept that it's going to happen. <laughs> uh, he he know he know I lied, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. I have to look. I have to look. I don't. I don't put much weight on that. So. Okay. Yeah, I'm just curious. Okay. Um, touched on it a little bit in, in the opening segment, but Cavante uh, Turpin, U.S. MVP, League MVP. I know that don't mean much to anybody, but that's who he was. Two touchdowns Saturday night um, against the Chargers preseason. Kickoff return and a punt return. And they looked good. Both of them looked good. He demonstrated some very good vision and open field running skills. This wasn't just like, you know, missed blocks and missed tackles. And no, dude can run. Um, JB, big Dallas fan. Should the Cowboys be excited in this acquisition? Or, hey, it's just preseason, you know, scrubs against scrubs. Pump, pump your brakes, as you would say. No, I would be excited, um, especially, you know, you really took the um, took what I was going to say and went with it because they were, they were legitimate. Both of those returns were legit. And special teams are not like scripted plays. Um, special teams is different. So when you're back there fielding punts, fielding kickoffs, it's really you against everybody else in front of you. And he has some pretty slick moves and was able to turn the Jets on and get past folks. So um, in, in a league where you have to play all three positions, offense, defense, and special teams, I would be excited to at least know that you've got a, a returner back there that's got some, some pop in his step. So, yeah, I'm excited myself. Fucking ecstatic, honestly. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I am fucking ecstatic. That kid looks like he's the real deal. He looks like he's gonna he's gonna be a field position changer and heck could work his way into the rotation at wide receiver. You know, uh right. Michael Gallup is still coming back. Um, Cedric Wilson's gone, Amari Cooper's gone. Um, they did draft some wide receivers and they do have Noah Brown and um, you know, so 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 we'll see. But I think this kid could work himself into that five wide receiver rotation. I think this kid could be, could turn into uh, an impact player as a rookie. So, and, and, you know, frankly, 
you know, and I don't know how kickoff returns and putt returns and all that stuff score um, in most fantasy leagues, but, um, you know, could be a sleeper to pick up. May not may not be much early in the season, but season goes on, kid could be a sleeper. Just saying. Yo, um, so um, what what number this guy y'all 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 talking about, man? Well, he was number two in preseason. Number two. When did yeah. it occur? Y'all y'all talking all those. I don't. I had. I had. Now I got to take a look at it while I'm listening to the show. Oh, Brock! Oh, it should be all over YouTube, NFL.com. Yeah, I'm on, I'm, I got the I got the NFL Plus, so I can I can scroll to when it oh, happens. I, 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 you know what? My, my bad, bro. I forgot who I was talking to. I'm I mean, talking what? to the doctor. I'm talking to the <laughs> goddamn doctor. My fuck. My goddamn fuck, doctor. bro. Buying Teslas and shit. I, man, forgive me. Forgive me. <laughs> Ooh, you better recognize. Man. <laughs> forgive me. Okay. Don't do not forgive him, Train, for that serious act of disrespect. That was unreal. <laughs> it really was. I, I thought I was talking to you, K-Star. I forgot. I'm I'm talking to a man. With yeah, man, you're hey, actually the... talking to a doctor, all right? That's a fucking respect. Yes, I, am. <laughs> I am talking to a man with a PhD. Yes, please, Doctor Train. I, I would love your take on those two um, returns. What was punt return? What's kickoff return? You just jump in at any were time they, once you watch. That, were they that, early that, or late? Just, just curious if you I, have an idea of what. I, I don't. First half. Because I didn't really watch the game. I watched first the, first, okay. the first quarter and saw they weren't playing any of the starters. And um, I went on about, well, I, I, I watched it Sunday morning as I was recovering from my Saturday night. But that's a different story for another day. But anyway, um, uh, JP, I want to ask you this, and then I'm going to give my thoughts. Because uh, we're going to go through each of our team's quarterback situations because they're very different. So I'm starting with Dallas and Dak. So this is the question, JB. Can Dak Prescott, going into his seventh season, carry this offense? Yes, he can. Um, the year that he broke and dislocated his ankle, he basically was doing it that year. And I feel as though he's, number one, he's healthy. That's most important. Number two, he's had a chance to go through a full OTAs and, and a full training camp. He's mastered the offense now, and, and he's the unquestioned leader of this team. I think, obviously, the biggest part in all of that is going to be his offensive line. But let's say that they are at least average, maybe even slightly above average, uh, yes, I believe he can. He, he's got the tools. He's got the moxie. He's got the know-how, and, and he's got he's got you know Jerry's world behind him. So yeah, I believe he can. You know the beauty about having your blood brother on the show with you is y'all think alike, and and I I don't have to add anything to that because literally that's about what I was gonna say. You know that ankle dislocation um, really set him back. And even last year, he was never 100%. Between the ankle, the shoulder, and the calf, you know, he played the whole season, but he played, he, I think he missed one game. But he was never 100%. Well, every report out there says he is 100%. Um, he, had, he did have to go in and get some cleanup surgery in off season, but he was back for training camp. He is 100% healthy. And Jay's right. Before he broke his, his, his ankle, he was – playing at a, a MVP level 
for those first five games. And, you know, obviously he broke his ankle and that was it. So I, I absolutely look to him to have, I don't want to call it a breakout year, um, but I think he will have a year that people will start talking about him in the upper echelon of quarterbacks. They will start throwing his name out there, you know, right, right knocking on the door. Maybe not good enough to get into the four horsemen, but he might be knocking on that door saying, don't y'all slip because I'm coming. And I want to say one more thing, and then we'll move on from the Cowboys because we're going to be talking about a lot of the Cowboys this season, so I want to use it all up now. But let me say one more thing. Um, Jerry Jones, Mark, okay, he came out and he said, offense will run through Ezekiel Elliott. Said it publicly. Everybody doubted Zeke. Had it, you know, numbers have gone down every year. This, that, and the other. This, that, and the other. Right. Then on top of saying that the offense, we, you know, Zeke will still be the focal point. He's got first take and Stephen A. Smith, number one Cowboy hitter, coming to Dallas on Thursday. You gotta watch. It's must watch TV. Michael Irvin will be there. Jerry Jones will be there. Des Bryant will be there, and I don't know who else they're going to have. But right at the star, Stephen A. Smith, number one hitter. This is, this is Jerry Jones at his best. I'm bringing your number one hater into Dallas. I want you guys to be around and hear him talk about you, how you haven't won a Super Bowl in 26 years, how pathetic you are, and what can go wrong will go wrong. I want y'all to feel that. Now, we know a lot of that is, is you know, that's, that's for the cameras. That's between, between the Cowboys and LeBron. It's why Stephen A. makes $10 million a year, and God bless him. Okay? But Jerry Jones is smart to do this. He's very smart. And I've heard reports coming out of Dallas that Zeke looked as good as he's ever looked. He's healthy. He had a nagging injury last year, too playing hard in the preseason, you know, in the, in the training camp, and he's looking good. So keep an eye. Not, I'm not making no early predictions. I'm just saying I think, I think if that offensive line can hold up, I think Dallas will be in the mix. That's all I'm going to say for now. I'm going to leave that right there. I'm not going any farther yet. Yet. All right. Let's move over to Pittsburgh. This is the one of, 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 of our team. Because we know Dak is starting in Dallas. We know Fields is starting in, in Chicago. We're going to talk about Fields next. But, you know, Pittsburgh, who's had, you know, Hulk out in a very interesting position. So, K-Star, I'm going to give you the floor. Explain, you know, kind of be brief. Like, don't, don't you know, but, but give us enough so we understand your quarterback situation. And then tell me who you would start, like right now. Who would you start at quarterback? And, no, you can't go get Big Ben out of retirement. Sorry, you can't do that. Okay, so not an option. But who would you start? <laughs> so it's between Mitch Trubisky and our first-round pick, Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh. Um, hey, Mitch right now is leading the, the team. Wait, yeah, Rudolph he, isn't he, in the mix? He's, he's in the mix, but he's actually still down to the third string. Okay. Kenny uh, Pickett surpassed him already, so you kind of got to figure that, you know, that's kind of the trend. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's between those three, really, it's between, I think, Kenny and, and Mitch from everything I've seen. Mitch is taking all, most, not all, most of the first-team reps um, in his past preseason game. I was there. 
and Mitch didn't play so hot. He wasn't bad, you know, but we didn't really get the offense going. And Kenny was inserted in the game, and he led a two-minute drive um, where he made some really good throws and delivered a touchdown pass, holding a penalty, took, took an effect, and he threw another one the next, very next play. Looks really good. Um, you know, so the question is, okay, who would you rather start between Mitch and Kenny Pickett? Well, our offensive line really sucks. So there's, I guess you can have, you have to factor that in. Our offensive line is going to be terrible this year, people. I'm just going to tell you that. It's going to be really bad. Um, I, with that said, I would start, I would start Mitch beginning of the year. He is a very mobile guy. He's a veteran. Um, you know, you want to see if we can play more of a ball control style with him. He did that in Chicago, had some success there. Let him get the rain first early on season. Um, if at all he falters, you know that you have Kenny. You know you have your rookie who's played well, who's already oozing confidence, and then slide him in. But you don't want to expose him, overexpose him early in the season when you have a really bad, I cannot stress this enough, very bad offensive line. Um, so if possible, play Mitch and let's see it, how it rides out and hopefully he plays well. Um, if not, then, you know, you go to Kenny. Say that again. That last thing you said. I said uh, hopefully Mitch let him let him write it out and hopefully he plays well. If not, let's go to Kenny. So you would start Trubisky? Yes, initially yes, because only because only because our offensive line is very bad. It's going to take some time, take, need to take some time to gel. It's playing horrible right now. Okay. So. Um... Uh, train, you, you guys had Trubisky. Um, and, and I know that there was some question about whether or not his poor play was really a question of his true talent. But you did have him. Do you have any thoughts on K-Star's kind of thought of starting out with Trubisky and giving him a shot, and if he tanks, then bringing in Pickett? Uh. I don't disagree with that move. Um, it's inevitable. <laughs> I don't think um, – here's the one thing. I My thing about Mitch in Chicago wasn't really solely down to the play on the field. It, it's, it's spilled to the play on the field. But when we had to when, – when, I, when, I, when, when news came out that the Bears had to – turn off TVs in Hollis Hall uh, you know, so that he wouldn't hear the the negative conversation, I was just like, nah, man, you, you, don't, you, you don't have the toughness to handle the criticism that's going to come with that position. There, there's no way I want you to be my franchise quarterback. Are we sure that, are we sure that wasn't the coach's call right uh, there? Bro, I'm just that telling you. What a no. So, okay. Nagy, Nagy or not, it's my 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 biggest thing with Mitch is mental is mentally staying in the game and not concerned about what others have to say. I I I don't see him as a long term solution for you guys. Short term, yep, kick it off. Long term, I don't. And maybe he proves me wrong. Not saying you can't win games with him because you absolutely can. The dude has the dude has some talent. You know what I'm saying? He can he can play. But 
for the long run, nah, I'm, I, I don't see it. So it, 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 here's where I'm at on, on Trubisky in this situation. You know, and I'm listening to K-Star, and, and I'm listening to U-Train. Now, Trubisky has, what is this now? He's going into year six. Okay, four years in Chicago, one year in Buffalo, first year in Pittsburgh. He goes into training camp to compete for a starting job against a veteran backup and a rookie. Okay, the veteran backup, we know, look, you know, he's a stopgap. Okay, so we won't even count him. But, you know, he had a, he, he did have a legitimate opportunity to show that maybe he could be the starter. But. I don't think anybody realistically thought that that was going to happen. If you're not playing in, in, in training camp consistently at a high enough level to head and shoulders be above the rookie, something wrong. It should not be a contest. Now, you know, maybe the rookie, you know, he's got the talent and, and, and you know at some point, you're going to give him the playbook. But Trubisky should have so much more intangible that it, should, it shouldn't even be an issue. It should be, yep, Mitch is going to be our starter, and then we'll go from there. It should be and, – and for it to even be close, and, you know, I, I, I follow, you know, I follow like you guys do. I may not follow this closely because it's not my team, but I follow, I listen. And, you know, last I heard, I don't believe, am I right, K-Star, unlike um, – Carolina that announced that Baker was going to start. That ought to be interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't believe the Steelers have announced the starting quarterback yet, correct? Correct. Yep. Okay. So, to me, that's, that's, that's a sign that, you know, it, it, he may get it, but it will be a situation where, well, all right, you know, let's, let's, see, let's see how far we can ride Chabisky while we get, you know, um, What's his name again? Kenny Pickett. The rookie. Pickett, thank you. Yeah. While we get Pickett ready. That's, that's what I see. We're going to ride Trubisky. Like Shane said, you can get some wins. He got some mobility. He, you know, he play, I, we played against him. He, he hurt us, okay? He, 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 got, he got something. But he should be at a he point now mobility. where it should be hands down. It should be hands down. He should be started. And, and it's not. I, I, will, I will note that um, Mitch is. You know, from reports I've read, Mitch is playing well. It's not like he's playing bad. You know, it's not even that. It's it's that Kenny is doing really well, too. And that's kind of the situation. But I agree. You would think that, you know, six-year guy versus, one, or versus rookie, that it would, uh, he would stand out more so than the rookie. But not the case. Um, I'm yeah. good with either one starting, you know. But just from a Steelers fan perspective, I know our offensive line sucks. And, for me, if I'm looking at it from a Mike Tomlin perspective, I would think that, you know, they don't want to overwhelm Pickett right away when you get a veteran in, in Trubisky, who is really mobile. Um, and I think maybe early in the season, that's where you want to where you want to go. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. We, we're not new to this. And if you have the luxury of bringing in yeah. a veteran to start the season, then that's what you do. But at the same time, yeah. we've seen Rook come in and play well. We've well, seen rookies yep. come in and do terrible. We've seen both. You know, and so, you know, yeah, I mean, look at Dak Prescott, you know, he had a, one of the best rookie seasons ever, 
as a QB. Almost, I almost think it hurt him because he set the standards so high that he couldn't even keep up, <laughs> you know. And, and I almost wish he hadn't, and, and Romo had been allowed to finish that season. I think it was inevitable that Dak was going to take over the team, but it would have been interesting had Romo been able to come back after five or six weeks. But Dak set the bar so high, Romo never got the job back. Um, so we've seen that, but we've also seen disasters come in. And so, you know, I, I get it. I get it. I think, I think your future is solid with Pickett, bro. I do. I haven't watched much, but what I've seen. Oh, he was I good. Just, I, I, he was I, good. I, yeah, man. I like him. I do. I, man, I think, you know, it kind of pissed me off. I'm like, shit, got to hear fucking K-Star's mouth for another fucking 10 years. Damn it. You know, I hope so, but from what I've seen, he's been like, you know, like I said, our offensive line is bad, but he's making really, really, really good throws under chaos. That's always a really good sign and like really accurate throws, and he's really athletic too. So I'm hoping he, um, you know, I'm definitely excited, but. Um, yeah. You know, at the same time, I want to make sure the dude's okay and protected and not just throw into the fire right away. That is a good segue to the Bears because, from what I understand, the Bears have their starter, but um, there's some concerns about the offensive line. And, you know, are they, are they setting him up to fail? Um, and I'm curious, um, like Dr. Train said, Rob, telling you what I know. In other words, don't argue with me about the Bears. You imbecile, okay? Don't do it. <laughs> so, our resident Chicago Bear expert, tell me what you know. How do you feel about Justin Fields? We all loved him. We all loved him in college. You were excited as all get up to get him, and I think you should be. I'm hearing the O line look a little leaky. So, I mean, and if I'm wrong, correct me. But what do you think, Train? First off, he ain't got to worry about hitting K Star's mouth. You know what I'm saying? Fuck Kenny Pickett. It's all about Justin Fields. You know what I'm saying? Chicago Bears got a quarterback. We talking shit. All right? I will be in the conversation. I would not be sitting on the sideline talking about, yeah, Dak is the boy. Oh, we, oh, we miss, we miss Big Ben. Oh, Kenny Pickett. Man, fucking guy. It's all about the fields. Secondly, you are correct. The old line is a bit leaky, but, you know, we're we going to find a way around that. <laughs> We're going to run the ball. We're going to set up some nice play action, some rollout. We're going to keep my man on the move so I hope he got his track shoes on this season because, yeah, yes, we sir. can't afford to lose him to some bullshit. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. Sir. yes. <laughs> you know, I had I had a flashback to last year, Train. You you can you can be almost as funny as me when you want to, almost. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have not seen you so happy about getting a quarterback. Let me talk quarterback. I mean, you were cracking us up last year. Yeah, I'm ready to talk quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> that was some funny shit. Um, man. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I think you know it's a copycat league, and I think you know the the, the age of the mobile quarterback is certainly here. Um, the day of. The black quarterback is not accurate. That's that's not true anymore. You know, you know, black mobile quarterbacks are thrown on a run. Heck, white mobile quarterbacks, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Allen are throwing on the run. You know, so um, so it's the Tom Brady's and the Peyton Mannings of 
of the of the NFL are are kind of a dying breed. Um, they'll always be the exception, but they're kind of a dying breed. And it really is about the Patrick Mahomes and you know this new breed of quarterback. And I think your boy falls fits right in. And when your yeah. offensive line is a little leaky, and I know because we've been there with our offensive line. Yep. Why do you think Dak Dak had a broken ankle? Because he had to run. Yep. He had to get out of the pocket. <laughs> yeah, you know so. So we get it, and uh, I get it, and I think you guys have the right guy under that. He's not going to sit in the pocket. You know, he'll sit there if he no. can, but he's ready. He's ready to go. So, no, he is. Um, um, let me, I'll just add, you know, Luke Getzey yeah. uh, has been fixing this guy. Like, the the the, the thing I loved through all the West, all season, like, we – like you said, we all saw Justin Fields in college. We all loved him, especially when he went up against uh, your boy down there in uh, Jacksonville. You can say his damn name. Forgotten guy. Whatever that guy Lawrence. Is. Yeah, fucking Lawrence. Fuck him too. Uh, so we saw that. The thing is the dude can throw accurate balls for sure. But I love that Luke Gessie worked on other things the other small things that make you great. And coming from Green Bay, working with Aaron Rodgers, you can kind of you can see the progression uh, of Justin Fields. But I, I I like what they have planned for him. And uh, man, it's just a it's just a wait and see. And we we got we got a few injuries on the O line right now. And uh, hopefully, starting week one, we'll have we'll have the we'll have some of that some of that. Uh, you know, wrapped up. It would be ready to rock and roll. But it's, it's Dave Montgomery's year, okay? He's my keeper. We're about to kiss some ass. Yeah. Let's Let go. me just tell you something. And I do I do have a bone to pick with you. You're nothing but a tease, bro. You're a tease, <laughs> okay? You're a tease, bro. You know? What? For, like, about 48 hours, there was all kind of reports that Rokon Smith wanted out of Chicago. <laughs> and that there was, there was a story that Dallas, you know, that he was he – was, he was connected to the Cowboys, and, you know, there, there could be a link to him ending up in Dallas. And, oh, my God, I'm sitting there like, what? Let us get this motherfucker. Uh, what? <laughs> you know, oh, uh, no, he's back to practice, and uh, he's going to play out his contract, and, uh, you know, it's all good. I said, man, so, I get Dr. on the Madden voice. Kudos to Ryan Poles for handling that situation. That's all I got to say about that. Kudos to RG. Man, Man, fuck Ryan Poles, Fire Poles, (laughs) Poles, you know, fuck fuck all them Poles, man. North Poles, South Poles, (laughs) whole Poles family. And I'm sitting over there, I'm about to call my brother. Yo, look what we about to get. Get. You know what that means? That means Micah can roam free now, baby. All right. NFL staff record, look out. Oh, well. Oh, well. All right, last topic for tonight. Then we're going to get out of here. I'm tired. I'm getting old. Um, I just added this because, you know, I was talking to um, – I went out Saturday night and before I, before I had um, that, that last drink I shouldn't have had. You know, that last one, yeah, I shouldn't have had that one. Before I had, I was talking to people, you know, different guys, talking about football and talking about, you know, what do you, you know, I get asked, what do you think about – what do you think about Tom Brady? You know, because you gotta remember, I'm still I'm in Connecticut. Tom Brady is still a story of interest up here. He frankly should be. He should be NFL. Every NFL um, 
anyone who does anything to cover the NFL, he should be the lead story every day. The guy's 45 years old. It's incredible. It's amazing, honestly. I, 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 there's nothing you cannot, there's nothing, anyone who wants to say something bad about Tom Brady needs to, go, needs to just go somewhere. You can't. He's exceeded every possible expectation, measurement, made us all liars. Everybody was a liar. Ain't nobody predicted this. Maybe some of us got on the he's done bandwagon after that Kansas City whooping several years ago. I thought he was done. Yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> so the guy is amazing, okay? And he's back again, 45 years old, going for his eighth ring. Eighth ring. And I'm wondering, is anybody on this show ready to bet against him this year? When I say bet against him, I don't mean that he won't win the Super Bowl. Okay, heck, he didn't, they didn't win it last year, okay? But is anybody having and, – and there could be a lot of reasons for it, but does anybody feel like, okay, this is the year, this is it, there's no way, okay, you know, he's defied odds, dude was out the door, he was gone, retired for six weeks, came back, you know? Is anybody feeling like, no, no, I don't care. Rams are too strong. Packers are too strong. You know, now the, the Saints seem to have, you know, their number. Nope, not going to happen. He's going to have a rough year, may not even make the playoffs. Anybody on this show, three weeks before the season starts, ready to make that proclamation that it ain't going to happen for Brady and the Bucks this year? What do you mean when you say ain't gonna happen? Mean like, I mean drastic fall off, even even missing the playoffs. Oh, oh, oh no, we not. We're not going the I'm putting myself back yeah. on mute. Sorry <laughs> for interrupting. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm gonna, every, I'm gonna ask this every week till season starts because oh. I'm not saying I'm there yet. I'm not. I'm not. You're going to do it again, aren't you? You're going to do it I'm again. I'm not there yet. i got to watch the <laughs> offensive line, though. He's got offensive right. line issues yeah. that he has not had in Tampa. So i got to see what they're going to do to fix that offensive line. But to answer your question, we'll see. I'm also liking how my Cowboys are looking. Yeah, I know. I say it every year. So what? That's my right. I'm a fan. Don't let – and they're coming to Dallas. Look how we played them last year in Tampa. In Tampa when they got their Super Bowl ring and we played them down to the last play of the game. Okay. I, I'm, I'm just watching things, but no, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready to pronounce him dead. I'm not, but I'm going to watch that O-line because that shit is real. Just saying it's real, but no, I'm not ready yet. I ain't that stupid. Not yet. Let me just say, I, I saw the, uh, the, the return of, of that young man. Um, the, the two returns. Yes, I'm just going to say, oh, my God. Um, he does not yes. take long to make a decision. <laughs> just, just know that. I like it, man. Uh, hopefully, y'all, 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 y'all continue to use that cat. He's, that's, that's nice. He's dangerous. That's scary. That is truly scary, especially the, the punt return. The kickoff return was like it was well-blocked. You know, yeah. he took he, he wasted no time. But that punt return yeah. was like, excuse me, pardon me. Oh, I did not see you there. My bad. I got to go. <laughs> that, that was, <laughs> he, 
We had a guy, Jason will remember, JB will remember, Dwayne Harris several years ago. Eight, maybe three or four years. And he ended up going to to, to, the, to the Giants. Um, return specialist. Very good. I believe one year made it to the Pro Bowl as a returner. Very good. Him, yeah. Like, yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dangerous. You know, not you know, not Dion level, Hester level. You know, what's his name? Um, Hall. Let's go ahead. From, Dante uh, Hall. Dante Hall. Dante yep. Hall. Not that level, Dwayne Harris, but like one level down. You know, change the field, could get a touchdown, good speed, decisive runner. That's that's what I saw. Dwayne Harris was a decisive runner. That's what I saw from Turpin. Like you said, boom, boom, boom. Okay, there it is. I'm gone. Man, could be. I mean, hey, you know, maybe, maybe, like I said, touchdowns are hard to get unless you had Devin Hester, right? <laughs> touchdowns are hard to get. Um, uh, you know, you know. We just, oh, you know. Hester was. Hester was on another level, though, man. That dude was just so, so funny. <laughs> I think, well, hey, hey, K-Star, wasn't Hester the first player to get, didn't he get a 100 speed rating or a 100-something yeah. rating? Wasn't he yeah. the first Madden player to get a 100 rating? He was. He was. I believe yeah. it was Madden 08. Yeah. 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 I mean, Hester was. And, again, it's early. We're not. We're not. We're not gonna put this guy there. He got he got work to do. Okay, um, but it certainly when you watch him, it does register to the level of some of the greats we've seen. And um, yes, it's preseason, and but uh, I just have to with all of the negativity, Dallas let Amari Cooper go, and um, you know Cedric Wilson is gone, and you know other players that they you know Randy Gregory they lost because of wording in a contract and. You know that kind of that that kind of stuff that really Dallas was given a hard time about. They got this one right. This this boy is is going to be special. I, I I don't know that he's going to get five touchdowns or anything crazy like that, but I can see him changing field position. I can see him being instrumental, and I can see them shanking kicks because they're trying to kick away from him. It's those intangible things, football fans, that you sometimes don't see in the box score. That sometimes these players like Dion. Beyond prime time, that dude affected everything on the field. You put him on offense and he can run by you. You put him on defense, he shut down half the field. You put him on special teams and they're kicking away and all like. And again, this guy ain't Dion. I'm just saying some of those things don't show up on the box score. You don't see it, but the great players, that's their impact. And I'm not saying this guy's great yet. He only had one good game. But if they if if he if he does what we saw Saturday and is able to keep up. That running ability, that could be an intangible. That could be one of those those X factors that is the difference between, you know, winning a division and, you know, going eight and eight or eight and nine or nine and eight, whatever the fuck it is. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I really am. So all right. Enough about that. Let's get on out of here. All right. Final thoughts, final words, good show. Um you know, we just get warmed up. Everybody out there listening, we just get we just getting our feet wet. You know, we're just getting back into the groove. We haven't we hadn't done a show since I don't even remember. It's only our second show. We're just getting warmed up, getting ready, but there's more good stuff to come. Um, so just hang tight. But final thoughts, let's start with uh, JB. JB has said much tonight, man. Let me check in with JB. JB, we'll, we'll shift it over to you. Final words, final thoughts. 
Final thoughts are pretty simple. Um, we got the week three preseason coming up, which is the final preseason, if I'm not mistaken. Um, now, maybe there is one more because I think they count the um, Hall of Fame game as one. So some teams have four. Anyway, there's going to be a lot of decisions being made with roster cuts. There's going to be some veterans going to get cut. There's going to be some surprising folks that get kept, and which is going to be very interesting for when we have our fantasy football draft come Sunday. So good luck to everybody. And um, get your popcorn ready because this season is going to be off the chain. I can feel it's going to be something exciting and different. And um, can't wait to talk about it when we get back together next week. All right. Love it. K-Star, it's on you. Yeah, good luck to everyone in their fantasy drafts this weekend. I think this is the most commonly drafted weekend of football. Um, definitely good luck. Look forward to those on this phone call. And uh, just excited. Just excited. Are we doing um, divisional previews and everything next week, or what are, what are we doing that? Hey, it's our show. That's right. Yeah, we so can. Definitely look forward to that. Yeah, I think I think we should because I got to be honest, I don't know that we're going to do a show the following week. I may not be available that Tuesday after Labor Day myself. Um, I'll let you guys know, but and I know that's the last week before the season starts, so we'll either not do a show at all or we could do one another night or just, I don't know, I mean, what's there to talk about it other than, you know, predictions which we could do that next week as well you know if we're going to go back to do our pick six or however we want to however we want to rock that um so i'll know i'll know by next week if i'll be doing a show the following on the seventh so but yeah we can do we can do some picks we can do our pick six we can do divisional picks heck whatever hey whatever we want to do all all my brothers got to do when y'all if there's something just text me and say hey or call me whatever hey you know Let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. So be a question we sure can. Um, and the one and only Dr. Train, final thoughts. I got a whole entourage back here. You know what I'm saying? In my office by myself. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Man, um, we have one more preseason game going, uh, remaining. I've, I've liked what I've seen thus, thus far. Uh Ufus talked about hits and boy it's uh it's a refreshing it's refreshing to watch the team actually, you know, play and, and act as if they are accountable for one another. So freaking awesome. Um that was something on my mind that I was going to say. It literally just slipped. Oh, yeah. In regards to preseason guys, think about this. Because it's about to happen. You, if if you've taken notice to who's playing in these preseason games, it's not starters, and I mean barely. Some of them you see here and there, but this is all leading to the fact of going to eighteen regular season games, two preseason yep. games, yep. and getting the season started quicker. And yep. Basically, the preparation of your team will be scrimmage games in practice with the teams that they're going up against. So it's coming. Because I'm looking at, you know, when it was the old setup, there was game three, week three, 
I'm looking forward to week three. Just I just want to see a snippet of 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 you know. Give me give me something. I'm about to draft. I got to, I got to see who on their game. You know. Now I'm like, man, is he on the team? Where he at? <laughs> you know. You can you're not you're not seeing him. You know. Joe Burrow made it to a Super Bowl. He has not touched the field for preseason and will not. This you know. Would have been good a good game, a good show topic, what you're saying, yeah. how? Because yeah. you're right. So, I mean, I saw Holmes play. I saw Josh Allen play. There were scattered signs of starters out there playing. But for the most part, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So keep it in mind, it's coming. It's happening. And it could yep. be as soon as next season. It really could. It could solely be as yep. soon as next season. Um, but, hey, I don't know if they this, can do it that quickly, though, because of the collective so? bargaining, the collective bargaining agreement. See, that's that. Uh, we gotta do some research there to see when that. We, yes. Well, because that's, that's going to be. Key. It was so. If I'm not mistaken, and we can do the research to find out, but if I'm not mistaken, in this last year, that was one of the things that was that the owners wanted in order to close it. It it. It can happen under this CBA. It's, it's not that this one has to finish and then it happens. It can actually happen under this CBA. The option to go to go forth. They that was one of the items that needed to be as an option before they closed out the CBA. Of course, and of course, there was another major money option that was part of it as well. So, but we can we can look it up to find out. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's look into that and. Let's look into that. Okay. Um, anything yeah. else? Other than that, man, good luck to the rest of you guys in fantasy football. I hope y'all draft horribly. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. That's just how I feel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I can uh, I can get this thing. All right? Finally <laughs> win a championship in a league that I've been running for a while. Shit. Yeah. yeah. I, um, all right. Um, well, I think y'all <laughs> suck. So there you go. Y'all suck. Um uh, there was one thing I wanted to say, and then train, train caught me with the 18 game thing, threw me, threw, threw my thought off, because then I started thinking about that and lost what I was going to say. Uh, oh, I get it. Uh, I just wanted to point out that we, I believe, that years ago we started focusing in on quarterback head coach relationship on this show. Now it's talked about everywhere. Okay, I'm sorry, I'd never heard that before we started talking about it. I say that also to say if there's any year that that relationship is going to matter, it's this year. Okay, so when you're looking around and trying to decide what team to look at, look at the quarterback and look at the head coach, okay? And if you don't see, uh, uh, you know, a a Sean McVay relationship or, or, you know, I don't even even know who to to put as the poster child for that anymore, but uh, that might be something we could talk about next week, who would be the poster child of the quarterback head coach relationship who would that be all right i'll already say we're going to make that a conversation next week quarterback head coach and everyone will pick maybe we'll all pick our top quarterback head coach relationship in the nfl and why but that's going to be critical was that just sliding in that's not the only thing that stole from the show they stole four horsemen from our show too oh you already know that shit both of them yep sure did just saying, I will take that to my grave because, um, and like I said, we are on the internet. 
We're everywhere on the internet, and we do broadcast live from Bristol, Connecticut. I'm just saying. Thanks, my brothers, for being on. Uh, I will. We will be back uh, nine o'clock Eastern, six p.m. Pacific time next Tuesday night. You already got a preview. We're going to talk about quarterback head coach combinations. We're going to talk about who sets the standard and who needs some improvement. We're going to start off the show with that next week and maybe a little fantasy recap. Other than that, thank you guys. Great show. See you next week. Remember, everybody, all views are settled on the field. Good night. Thank you.